107, Michael and Maddie. It is Monday morning, February 5th, 2024. Superstar soccer player Cristiano Ronaldo is 39 years old today. Bobby Brown was born in Boston 55 years ago today. He grew up in Roxbury, joined New Edition, had a bunch of hits on his own, and married and divorced Whitney Houston. Happy birthday to Bobby Brown. Come on, everybody. Here we go. Disney's Peter Pan came out in theaters 71 years ago today. Toto had the number one song in America 41 years ago today. Africa had a resurgence a few years ago after being featured in season one of the popular Netflix TV show Stranger Things. Kelly Ripa was announced as Regis's new co-host 23 years ago today. Olympic swimmer Michael Phelps in trouble 15 years ago after pictures of him came out smoking marijuana at a college party. America's best swimmer was suspended. And five years ago today, hundreds of thousands of Patriots fans jammed downtown Boston for yet another Super Bowl parade. This was parade number six. Everybody, sunshine. Again. How awesome is this? Going to get up to about 40. It is 28 now. Bring in your taste of Hollywood. Right here to the South Coast. And we are here for it. We're spilling the tea with Maddie's Entertainment Update on Fun 107. I'm sorry, but how can you not love Ben Affleck? Ben Affleck is easily my favorite Bostonian. Wow, that's a strong statement. I mean, he's got to be. Who else, right? Matt. <laughs> Matt Damon. What's the other one? I don't even know because that's how much I love Ben Affleck. And he is the star of the latest Duncan commercial. And he's got every Bostonian getting real excited because it sounds like he's up to something. He, uh, he's bored. No, studying. Always watching. You can do that. Well, how can it be? They tell you you're no good. You're a goofy, middle-aged, clumsy white guy with no rhythm and you can't sing on key. You're not coordinated. That means I can't be a pop star? Mm -hmm. Underestimate Boston. Mm -hmm. At your peril. This is me now. So the commercial ends with a cliffhanger to be continued, it says, leaving fans wondering what Duncan and Affleck have in store next. What could be happening? hes I wonder if he was enjoying Duncan and then became an endorser or if it was the other way around. He, there's no doubt about it that he drank Duncan before he became and an And then they were no like, we got to hop on this trend here. Well, I remember, but no, this has been going on for a long time. Like I remember in uh, Goodwill Hunting, there were Duncan cups. In the, he, he was drinking Duncan in Goodwill Hunting. So that's like 30 years ago. Well, maybe that was mm. all part of the whole... Harvard, was, Boston, yeah, you know, persona. But he, yeah, I'm sure they wouldn't just do that. You know what I mean? Like that was that was done intentionally. Absolutely. And he was talking about how he was uh, a Duncan employee um, for one of their ads recently, and he was saying it had to be done in Massachusetts. There was no other state that we could shoot that commercial. And he was saying it was such a big deal. He said I became associated with it, and it just was a really fun opportunity to play. And a chance to come back to Boston. So maybe he's coming back to Boston. I would lose my mind. I would, I, I'm going to be uh, patiently waiting to see what comes next. So a familiar face was spotted at a Cranston bowling alley over the weekend. 
Woody Harrelson enjoying a couple beers and bowling his life away at Lang's Bowlerama on Niantic Avenue. You know so, where that is? I don't. No? I don't. I'm surprised. Um, I don't know everywhere in Rhode Island, oh, Michael. You're kind of like the queen of Rhode Island. I guess. Harrelson, no stranger to bowling alleys. He starred as Roy Munson in the 1996 comedy Kingpin. Ishmael. Welcome to my church. It was directed by Rhode Island natives Bobby and Peter Farrelly. So he's no stranger to Rhode Island. Uh, why is he in Rhode Island? Well, he's here to shoot a movie, of course, alongside actor Jamie Lee Curtis. They are filming a movie called Ella McKay. And uh, they were actually hanging out at the State House last week with a couple hundred people as Governor Dan McKee and the head of the state's film and television office welcomed the cast and producers of the latest Hollywood movie being filmed in Rhode Island. And Jamie Lee was just praising Rhode Island and how they've been dealing with movie production. We just went through a big union battle for the Screen Actors Guild. And, you know, we're here because there aren't a lot of opportunities around the country, and particularly in California. So for my friends in California, in California government, this is how you do it. And if you, if you don't want all the revenues and all of the teamwork and work and support for all of the parts of the movie business, if you don't want us to leave, and go to places like Rhode Island, then you have to create tax incentives for the people in California, or we're going to come here every time. Okay, keep on coming. I'm cool with it. She woke up and shows savage. Mm. Shows savage. So Ella McKay uh, is produced and directed by James L. Brooks and is starring Emma Mackey, who actually played one of the Barbies in the new summer blockbuster Barbie. And it's about an idealistic candidate looking to move up from lieutenant governor to governor. This movie is about ideas. America is about ideas. This is a movie about big ideas. So that's going to be, they actually begin shooting today and it'll be uh, going through until April with 90% of the movie being shot in Providence, wow, including the cool. state house. So, and around the city. So I will be eagle-eyed looking for Jamie Lee. And I just like, it's going to be amazing. If I run into Jamie Lee, I will lose my mind. That's pretty good. Lose my mind. Freaky Friday? Come on. <laughs> Come on. How do you know Jamie Lee? Halloween? Halloween, Halloween, yeah. 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 I don't know. Either one. Either one, I would lose my mind. Yeah. Taylor Swift. Here we go. Another Taylor Swift story, guys. But it's kind of a big deal. She just, uh, she made history last night at the Grammys. She won her... Guess what? 13th uh, Grammy. 13th. Uh, now but, she's going to stop. <laughs> yeah. She won for best pop vocal album for Midnight's. And when she went up to accept her award, of course, she thanked the Academy and she thanked people that helped with their album. But more importantly, she thanked you. I want to say thank you to the fans by telling you a secret that I've been keeping from you for the last two years, which is that my brand new album comes out April 19th. It's called, <laughs> it's called The Tortured Poets Department. I'm gonna go and post the cover right now backstage. Thank you, I love you, thank you. Now, all of these screaming people, right? Like the Grammys is mainly a-list celebrities, yeah. okay? These celebrities are losing their minds <laughs> over Taylor Swift. Like, are you kidding me? It's wild. So, we, ha you know, 2023 was the year of Taylor, and it looks like 2024 is going to be no different. 
So she uh, shared the album cover. She shared a little poem alongside it. You can tell that she is just growing up, man, because, the, you know, the album looks very different from what she's ever put out before. Uh, it's going to be very deep, intuitive, reflective. It's going to be very, very different than what I think we're used to from Taylor. So that's pretty cool to think about. Uh, but yeah, she made history last night and I'm sure she will continue to make history. More entertainment news on the Fun 107 app. We're going to see some sunshine today in highs around 40. I was like flipping out. It was like Saturday afternoon when the sun came out. I was like, oh my God, what happened here? Too bright. Shut up the lights. So Bill Belichick, a little rumor that is starting to, to develop around where he might end up this fall. We're going to get to that in one second. But first, <laughs> did you see... The letter that he wrote to New England. I did. I did. Very heartfelt. I really liked it. To yeah. The, to the point where, and I'm, I'm going to read it really quickly here in a second in case you didn't get a chance to see it, but to the point where I was thinking, this doesn't sound like the guy I know. Did he write this? Mm. Or was this like a PR guy? I mean, I, I don't think he wrote it. You don't think he wrote no. it? Because I was thinking. I think he was, I think he was. A part of the writing process, but like, I think he got some help. Yeah, like the sentiment is there. He yeah. feels these feelings. Right, but he didn't put those words together. To Patriots fans everywhere, nowhere in America are pro sports fans as passionate as in New England. And for 24 years, I was blessed to feel your passion and power. The Patriots are the only NFL team representing six states. But in reality, Patriots nation knows no borders. You were undaunted by weather, attended scorching hot training camp practices, and braved Foxborough's coldest, wettest, snowiest, and windiest days. Your thoughtful letters... This, this made me laugh. Your thoughtful letters offered support, critique... <laughs> oh, he did not write this. <laughs> and creative play suggestions. Yeah, no, like, he did not write this. Like, he's open to that. You watched on TV, the internet, and from your stadium seats. Like, does he know what the internet is? <laughs> um, you traveled from coast to coast and internationally. Numerous times you overtook opposing stadiums and were the last fan standing. We loved it. You gave your precious time, your resources, and an energy to our team. We appreciated it. Six times you packed Boston by the millions for parades that were truly a two-way expression of gratitude and love. Does he really love? <laughs> the images from those days are burned in my memory. You may even have enjoyed, you may even have enjoyed my fashion sense and press conferences. Or maybe you just tolerated them. See, I think he wrote that. That's kind of funny. I love coaching here and together we experienced some amazing memories. Thank you all with respect and admiration, Bill Belichick. Maybe it's AI. <laughs> Chat GBT. No, I'm really glad he did that, though. He didn't have to do that. No, he did not have to do that. I'm glad he did it. But nobody whether hired he wrote him. The, whether he wrote the whole thing or not, I'm glad he did it. Because, no, I can't believe nobody hired him. Not, I'm offended. I'm, like, secondhand offended. Beyond that, only one team even bothered to interview him. What? Mm. How do you, I mean... I mean, maybe there's something we just don't know. Maybe he wasn't really pushing himself out there, you know? Like, so, like, maybe the... Maybe people were interested in talking to so him, they but, called, he, but said, he was no, I'm like, good. I'm good. Maybe. 
That's that, the only logical answer really I can is. think of. Is like maybe he's just really not interested in doing anything. Because if you're running a football team and you had you have a coaching vacancy, I think there were six of them. Mm. And you don't want to talk to him? Like, you don't have any interest in sitting down and talking to this guy for a day to see what he's got in his brain? Mm -hmm. Really? Because yeah. he's fascinating. I think that was on him. I think he's just... I hope that's true. So now you want to hear the rumor? <laughs> sure. So, the head coach at Boston College for the football team is now left, and he's going to be the defensive coordinator for the Green Bay Packers. So, Boston College needs a head coach. That's dumb. That's a dumb rumor. He's not going to go down. Nothing against BC, but you're, go you're stepping down. That's, I don't see Bill doing that. I really don't. I think he's just heartbroken, and he doesn't, he's not ready to move on. I could see him doing college, because that's not unusual. Like, they bounce back and forth sometimes. I mean, However, I, I don't like see it with BC. But, like, I feel like that's the definition of a, a close to retired move. You're almost retired. I don't want to be retired yet. Let me stay in the game. Like, yeah. he's, he's a football coach. Yeah. That's what he does. Right. So like he knows when, nothing else. When the fall rolls around, this guy is a football coach. He doesn't know anything else, like you said. Right. So, like, why not help kids? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, but he's not going to go peewee. He's not going to go high no, school. No, no, no. Yeah. College makes sense. The only thing is I just don't think BC's got that cachet. Like, if you were saying Notre Dame or Alabama or something like that, the, is yes. Is he from Boston? Oh, uh, no. Is there, like, an emotional tie? The emotional tie, he went to high school uh, in Andover. I oh, mean, sure. he lived here for 25 years. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, it would be very convenient. He wouldn't have to move or anything. I mean, maybe that's what it is. Maybe they're just really happy being in New England. And then if you... But can you imagine the benefit to BC where, like, what player would not want to come and play for Bill Belichick? Like, if, yeah. you're, if you're trying to, like, fast track to the pros, yeah, who better to coach you in college than mm -hmm. Bill Belichick? What? Yep. So that's just kind of a fun little I like rumor. that rumor. That's a fun rumor. I don't think it's going to happen, but... We can dream. They're, they're talking about it up in Chestnut Hill. We'll tell you that. Fun 107, Michael and Maddie. So I didn't realize you guys set up a time with Mr. Carr's class. Yes, gonna, we did. All right. So so we're going to do this now. We're going to... Um, we're going to wait a little bit. We're going to let them, you know, get settled in school. And okay. I, I, we already spoke. They said that they're going to have all of their teachers use the Fun 107 app in class. So they can listen to it. How cool that is. <laughs> exactly. So we're going to let school that happen. Fun 107. Yeah. Well, so while they, you know, get their stuff together, get in school, get settled, they're that, going to listen in. That was your first time ever being at Fairhaven High School, right? My mind was blown. Yeah. Was, I was like, this is, this is the epitome of New England. Like this is, this is New England personified into a school. Like it is just, they showed us room 107. Right. Oh, we went in there, Mike. Oh my God. I, tell me, that my, I don't love the fact that it's room 107. Oh, I know. We asked how many desks were in the class. It was 107. What? Just kidding. No, I was just kidding. Say, it was what? 103. It was like, really? yeah, something like that. Almost I was like, ah, oh, so close. But yeah, my, I was like breathtaking. Like that is a gorgeous school. Yeah. And then that classroom, it's like, the history just like sits on you like a warm blanket when you walk in there. It's like 
the, the like the air is thick and like it just smells of like wood and history. It's well and, over a hundred years old. Oh, Think of how many people so cool learned in these in these rooms. It's crazy. So cool. So, uh, so we're going to talk to um, Mr. Carr. You're gonna, we're gonna, you guys just surprised him, right? Yeah, he was no shocked. Idea. He well, had first no clue. Of all, he he had no clue, and he also gave the oh crap, like what, like attitude, like I can't believe they did this to me, like you know. <laughs> but he, uh, yeah, he was very, very moved. Well, you're going to hear from Mr. Carr uh, coming up uh, in about an hour. It's seven forty-five. We're going to do it. So, if you are a Fairhaven High student, ask your teacher to listen to Fun One Hundred Seven. We'll say we'll say like. and uh, get that Fun 107 app on your phone so you can do it. It is 6.54 now, and a 90-second news update. Phil Devitt standing by. A fatal accident in Somerset over the weekend. Police say a pickup truck crashed into a house on South Street. That's not far from Route 138. The driver was pronounced dead on scene. No one in the home was injured, but the home was damaged enough that it's been deemed unlivable. The man killed in a shooting on I-95 Saturday night has been identified. 37-year-old Justin Parker of North Attleboro was found in his vehicle with gunshots near exit 16. Investigators say someone in a dark sedan fired several shots into the vehicle and fled. Anyone with information can call police. Governor Moore Healy wants to let the head of the State Police Academy earn a $150,000 salary and his full pension. As a retired police chief, Robert Ferullo already collects $123,000 in his pension from being chief in Woburn. Inspector General Jeffrey Shapiro says this would be contrary to the purpose of a public pension. If Healy's proposal is approved by the legislature, Ferullo would be the only person to get a specific exemption to the pension law. The Rhode Island Department of Transportation will begin testing new traffic patterns this weekend as part of a plan to alleviate congestion on the Washington Bridge. Beginning Friday at 10 p.m., the state will reduce the number of lanes on I-195 West to 2 near the East Shore Expressway. That's Route 114. The goal is to create a merge, which should result in faster travel times, according to an engineer's model. The westbound side of the bridge has been closed since early December due to structural issues. A decision on whether this span may be repaired or needs replacement is expected by late this month or early March. Quaker Oats is expanding its nationwide recall of granola bars. The company says its Quaker Chewy Dips Llama Rama bars have been added to a list of previously recalled products due to potential salmonella contamination. The affected products bear best before dates of February 10th or 11th, 2024, and were sold in all 50 states. And Miley Cyrus nabbed her first ever Grammy Award for Record of the Year and Best Pop Solo Performance for her hit single, Flowers. Billie Eilish and Phineas took home Song of the Year for What Was I Made For from the Barbie movie soundtrack. Victoria Monet crowned Best New Artist and Taylor Swift made history with her fourth album of the year win for Midnight's. In sports, the Boston Celtics beat the Memphis Grizzlies 131-91. to They're at TD Garden to play the Atlanta Hawks Wednesday. And Tuesday night, the Bruins back in Boston to play the Calgary Flames. Traffic and weather next. From the Chart Oak Tavern Newsroom, I'm Phil Devitt for Fun. 107, Michael and Maddie. And on Friday afternoon, we had a chance to get over to Fairhaven High School and surprise Mr. Carr. It was so awesome. Yeah, you were impressed with uh, the Fairhaven High School building. I was, but I was more impressed with how much Mr. Carr's students absolutely adore him. So, Gazelle and Maddie walked through the door, and this is what happened. 
Mr. Carr has a deep care for his students, and every day he tries to connect with them on a level deeper than school. He also makes it a point to have meaningful conversations with his students, not only about school, but also about their personal lives. He's very caring, outgoing, and an amazing teacher. But that's not all. Mr. Carr is the type of teacher that you can just turn to when you're having a bad day. He is always the one to sit down with you and break down what's going on and help you find a solution to your problems. He treats us like we are equal with him and doesn't hold his power over us. He likes to make us feel comfortable within our school and wants to learn and wants to do better. And that is why, Mr. Carr, you are this month's Teacher of the Month. Let's hear it. feel to be recognized by your students like that i'm a little embarrassed but it's uh it's an honor i appreciate it sounds like whoever did that's maybe the longest thing they've written all year but <laughs> i'll take it that was really nice nice to be thought of like this well the good news is not only do they say nice words about you but you're also going to get a 200 amazon gift card you're going to get a gift card to alianza restaurant and that's not all you're going to get a brand new tv I'm, I'm speechless, which which they'll tell you is probably the first time that's ever happened. So thank you, guys. Thank you. I'm shocked right now. What would you say is your favorite part about being a teacher at Fairhaven High School? Like just meeting new kids, connecting with kids, and getting to know them. It's my favorite part. Yeah. Well, congratulations, Mr. Carr. Let's hear it for him, guys. That is our teacher of the month, Mr. Carr from Fairhaven High. And a big thanks to Primacare, First Citizens Federal Credit Union, Bay State Movement Academy. Bay State Gymnastics, A&M Driving School, and to Vermette Corp for providing that nice TV there. So way to go, Mr. Carr. Fairhaven High is lucky to have you. It is 7.50 and a 90-second news update now with Phil. Police in Somerset are investigating a fatal accident that occurred early Sunday. The crash took place just before 3 a.m. when a pickup truck went off the road in the 100 block of South Street and crashed into the corner of a home. The driver was pronounced dead at the scene. No one inside the house was injured, but the home was extensively damaged and deemed unlivable. The Norfolk District Attorney's Office has released the name of a man who was shot and killed Saturday night in Foxborough. Police were called to the southbound side of Interstate 95 around 10 p.m., where they found a two-vehicle crash near exit 16. In one, they found 37-year-old Justin Parker of North Attleboro. He was pronounced dead at a local hospital. The driver of the second vehicle was not injured. Investigators say someone in a dark-colored sedan fired several shots into Parker's vehicle and fled the scene. Anyone with information is asked to contact police. A home in East Bridgewater is a total loss after a weekend fire. Multiple pets are missing and likely dead. Both residents and a dog escaped without injury. A Brockton woman is accused of defrauding an elderly victim of $150,000 while working as her caregiver. Dominique Emmanuel is charged with medical assistance fraud by a provider and larceny over $1,200. Police began investigating last February after a woman reported Emmanuel was allegedly stealing money from her 95-year-old mother. The theft of the money reportedly led to the victim's home falling into foreclosure. Boeing is taking a second look at 50 undelivered 737 MAX jets to fix some problems. Some of the planes were found to have misdrilled holes on their fuselages. The company said over the weekend that the delay will affect its production schedule, but will improve overall quality and stability. And Taylor Swift is making Grammys history with her fourth album of the year win for Midnight's.
It makes me unbelievably blown away that it makes some people happy who voted for this award too. All I want to do is keep doing this. So thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to do what I love so much. Celine Dion, who won the same honor nearly three decades ago, presented the biggest award of the night to Swift. The anti-hero singer surpassed Frank Sinatra, Stevie Wonder, and Paul Simon, who each won Album of the Year three times. Swift now has 14 Grammys, and she also broke the internet with her surprise announcement revealing her brand-new album, Tortured Poets Department, will drop on April 19th. In sports, a solid win for the Boston Celtics. They beat the Memphis Grizzlies 131-91. to They're at TD Garden to play the Atlanta Hawks on Wednesday. And Tuesday night, the Bruins are back in Boston to play the Calgary Flames. Traffic and weather next. From the Chardo Tavern Newsroom, I'm Phil Devitt for Fun 1. Night for Taylor last night. Not only did she win the Grammy, but announced a brand-new album she says is going to be coming out on april 19th at what point do we call her a workaholic yeah no i think i, that think, she, it's, I think she's up there but i would suggest that according to her speech last night she does not look at what she does as work yeah she just fair. enjoys doing what she does i was in uh, brooklyn this weekend and we brought the puppy hmm. and i think i speak for every dog owner on the planet when i say when your dog behaves well, it is the best day ever. We It was a huge test for her. She's six and a half months old, and we took her on a pretty long car ride. It's a long ride. Was that good four, four and a half? No, months? two and a half. Two, two and a half? Two hours, 40 minutes. That's it? Yeah. Yeah, two wow. hours, 40 minutes. Um, we didn't hit traffic. I was going to say, that's the thing. <laughs> She's on the other yeah. side of the bridge. Um, she doesn't have to go through that bridge. That's why. Well, well, true, but getting to New York just, in general. Yeah. All the traffic in um, Connecticut usually slows you down. Yeah, we the hit, weekend I is mean, different we, story. Yeah, so we hit no traffic. But long car ride, she, she does great in the car. So she did great there. But then it's like, you're in Brooklyn, okay? We're, in, we're like walking around amidst a very busy lifestyle that she's not used to. And she's going to come across Brooklyn dogs. And Brooklyn which you're going to watch out for. And where we were, it was like dog central. Everyone had a dog. It was wild. Were they little dogs? Not all of them. Really? Good amount of them, but not all of them. And she's getting used to her leash still. She's six and a half, right? So six and a half months. So we have her on her leash and she did so good, guys. <laughs> she walked by dogs. Like she would sniff them sometimes, but then walked right by them. She wasn't flustered by loud noises like cop cars and just like loud things. She was walking by people without stopping and having to jump on them. It was fantastic. Maybe she's a city dog. I don't know. Um, so the reason we were there, my husband was doing a kickboxing seminar. And the one thing about my dog is very early on, we brought her to the gym because we were like, she needs to be used to these sorts of sounds. So we brought her very early on. The only time she gets worked up is if mom and dad get hit and uh -huh. she freaks out. So Ross is teaching this seminar and, you know, he's doing the demonstration and everything. And she starts squealing her, her brains out like because she thinks dad's in trouble, you know? So I have to take her out. I end up walking her for like two hours. Like just like I found a random park. I, I was like stoop chilling. I found a stoop, had to hang out there with the dog. She did great, okay? And then it's like that night we went to a brewery and she was at the brewery just hanging out. They let her in, in the brewery? Uh, typically breweries are dog do friendly. Yeah. Really? And uh, she just hung out with everybody, was like sitting on Ross's lap. 
I am the proudest dog owner this morning. Good job, I am Coco. so proud of her. So what, did, what did she get? She treats? got a hug and a kiss and said, good dog. Come on, treats, man. <laughs> Stop saying all, the word. My she gets dog all the treats in the world all the time. She's she's spoiled. But she did so good. She did pee on a little girl's jacket. But that's, you know, that's just, that is whatever, you know. So proud dog owner here. I'm very happy. Way to go, Coco. It is 824. And Phil Devin has a 90-second news update now. A fatal accident in Somerset over the weekend. Police say a pickup truck crashed into a house on South Street. That's not far from Route 138. The driver was pronounced dead on scene. No one in the home was injured, but the home was damaged enough that it's been deemed unlivable. The man killed in a shooting on I-95 Saturday night has been identified. 37-year-old Justin Parker of North Attleboro was found in his vehicle with gunshots near exit 16. Investigators say someone in a dark sedan fired several shots into the vehicle and fled. Anyone with information can call police. Governor Moore Healy wants to let the head of the State Police Academy earn a $150,000 salary and his full pension. As a retired police chief, Robert Ferullo already collects $123,000 in his pension from being chief in Woburn. Inspector General Jeffrey Shapiro says this would be contrary to the purpose of a public pension. If Healy's proposal is approved by the legislature, Ferullo would be the only person to get a specific exemption to the pension law. The Rhode Island Department of Transportation will begin testing new traffic patterns this weekend as part of a plan to alleviate congestion on the Washington Bridge. Beginning Friday at 10 p.m., the state will reduce the number of lanes on I-195 West to 2 near the East Shore Expressway. That's Route 114. The goal is to create a merge, which should result in faster travel times, according to an engineer's model. The westbound side of the bridge has been closed since early December due to structural issues. A decision on whether this span may be repaired or needs replacement is expected by late this month or early March. Quaker Oats is expanding its nationwide recall of granola bars. The company says its Quaker Chewy Dips Llama Rama bars have been added to a list of previously recalled products due to potential salmonella contamination. The affected products bear best before dates of February 10th or 11th, 2024, and were sold in all 50 states. And Miley Cyrus nabbed her first ever Grammy Award for Record of the Year and Best Pop Solo Performance for her hit single, Flowers. Billie Eilish and Phineas took home Song of the Year for What Was I Made For from the Barbie movie soundtrack. Victoria Monet crowned Best New Artist and Taylor Swift made history with her fourth album of the year win for Midnight's. In sports, the Boston Celtics beat the Memphis Grizzlies 131-91. to They're at TD Garden to play the Atlanta Hawks Wednesday. And Tuesday night, the Bruins back in Boston to play the Calgary Flames. Traffic and weather next. From the Chart Oak Tavern Newsroom, I'm Phil Devitt for Fun 107. Michael and Maddie, and going to be a nice day today. We're going to see some sunshine today and highs up near 40. Not a bad weekend. They found this huge fishing vessel. Yeah. Down in the Cape. The Just casual. Thing ran aground, I guess. That's a big boat, though. I like, know. It's how does kinda, this happen? It's kind of crazy. So the fishing vessel was found um, near Newcomb Hollow Beach in Wellfleet. So Cape Cod Shores. And, I mean, the picture is kind of like, it's something out of a movie. It's like, why is it stranded? What is it doing there? Where are the owners? Like, what's going on? And so, obviously, you know, Facebook users were going off trying to figure it. You know, they were trying to be their own detectives of, Facebook like, what's sleuths. going on. Um, but what I really enjoyed was the Cape Cod National Seashore posting about it saying, um, it looks like the the vessel's just taking a vacation. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's about right. 
Um, but it turns out that the U.S. Coast Guard was able to clear up a few questions, and they actually responded to it. The boat's name is Miss Megan, and it what's the term? You, you you just ran aground. It ran aground on Friday, so it beached itself on Friday. And were there people on there the boat? There were three people on the boat. So how do you um, let that happen? They fell like, asleep, 1,000%. Okay. I mean, that's not what the report, but, like, that's, I mean, I feel like that's what happened. <laughs> you know, uh, the crew probably fell asleep, but. I don't know. So one of them was don't supposed quote to, me on you know, that. keep an eye out. One right. job. Right. So they, they uh, the vessel notified the Coast Guard, and then it took about 15 hours to get it back into the ocean because they had to wait for high tide. Oh, then, yeah. Then the a tugboat came and brought it back out into the ocean. Um, now, the good news is no oil was spilled. Nobody was hurt. Um, and then it was towed to New Bedford. So it's in New Bedford now. Apparently, it... I think it it is a New Bedford boat. I'm I'm not sure. Oh. I'm not sure, but it was towed back to New Bedford. So Miss Megan is currently <laughs> docked in New Bedford. I should call my buddy. So every time boats get uh, they run aground or whatnot, and they bring it back to the uh, the docks, he's the one who goes underneath to make sure that there was no damage. When I tell you what a sketchy job, think about <laughs> that. First of all, you don't know what's down there. Creepy crawlers, right? Second of all, like I always get worried. What if you're what do you call it? The uh, the wires that are coming out, you know, like your breathing apparatus. What if that gets like stuck on something? That is that is an un- underappreciated job right there. That really yeah, is. Yeah, but you know he gets paid. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Gets paid big time. <laughs> Seriously. But hopefully for the boat's sake and, and for the captain's, uh, yeah. no damage. I mean, Miss Miss Megan gets to float another day, so that's always a good thing. Miss Megan has arrived in New Bedford on 107. That is Tate McRae and X's. And if you want to meet her, hang out with her. And uh, one of her shows, we're going to be bringing you backstage to hang out with her. And all you got to do is sign up on the Fun 107 app. There are two types of people in the world. There are those who really know how to golf and those who just pretend so they can have the social aspect of golfing, a.k.a., you know, have a couple of drinks and <laughs> drive around a cart. Uh, my buddy's birthday yesterday. Uh, happy birthday, Matt. We went to Top Golf. And we went to the one in Cranston. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the new place, right? The new place. Wow. You been there, Maddie? Yeah, it's yeah. in my backyard. Incredible. Like, if you could glimpse into the future. Was that your first top it? golf experience? It wasn't. Uh, yeah, it was. Yes, it was. It was. It was. It was. Inside? Not really. No. It's like. Uh, so you were outdoors? It's half in, half out. Okay. So I get there and I have my wife with me and I'm like, uh-oh, dropped the ball as a husband again. Forgot to tell her it's probably going to be outside. Oh, no. And we're both just like a sweatshirt and and jeans. And then we get there and every single um, cubicle, whatever. Alleyway. Alleyway has this incredible heater above you. Oh. It was hot. I was taking taking my sweatshirt off. I was sweating. That's how hot it was. And it even warms up kind of like the couches that you sit on. So you're cozy. You're toasty. Happy wife. Okay. So now is... Half of our friends are really good at golf, and then there's myself and the other half that just we don't know what we're doing. Hackers, yeah, that's it. So we we separated ourselves that way. The you know the pros can compete against each other, and then we can go and play. Now it was fun because it's not just you know whacking the ball out there and seeing how far you can go. No, there's games that you can play. There's Angry Birds. We're over there playing Angry Birds. So they got like this simulation screen. That shows that not that you can see it, but in front of you is like the Angry Birds house that you got to knock down. So all you got to do is just like hit the ball, just make contact, and then it'll kind of like go which way 
towards the house and you knock down the house and yeah, Angry Bird stuff. So that's what I did. I, I did those fun games, whereas the, the other boys, they were like hitting them for the hills, if you know what I mean. Were you trying to knock the cover up the ball? I was, yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's the best part. Everybody does, and it's hilarious. They literally tell you, like, okay, here is the yellow line. Do not go past the yellow line, or you will <laughs> fall over into. Like, whatever. There's, like, a net that can catch you. Because people are just swinging. And then they swing so hard that they could swing right off the gate. Like, a couple beers right later, galley. you're already yeah. in the net. Yeah. So, it, it's it's really entertaining. It, it, it's, it's why Top Golf is so entertaining. Because you don't have to be good at golf. That's it right you there. You just chuck it. And then, the, like, it's funny because I was really good at the aiming games. So, there's, like, targets that you can aim for. I was good at that. Whereas my husband was good as at hitting it really distance, far, yeah. like, you know, so it, there's like a game for everybody. And the balls, they're like GPS monitored. Every ball that you hit, it knows from the second it leaves past that yellow line, it tracks your ball. So it knows. Cause if you look out there, like, how's that possible? You got like seven dozen balls just getting hit all at once at yeah. the same time. No, it knows your ball and where it went, and it gives you statistics. It tracks it for you. It's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's really cool. I'm telling you. If you Not to mention to the four bars inside. Oh, yes. The, the entertainment venue on, in, on the bottom. Oh, wait a minute. This is where Gazelle called the other day. During the show, he called down there. He said, yeah, is you going to have a bar open on Sunday morning? Like, what? Yeah, there's like four there. Well, it's a birthday party. You know, we're, we're celebrating. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I, I highly recommend it. Now, is there a second level to that? There's like three levels to I it. I didn't even know that. We were on the bottom one, but like if I go again, I want to go to the top one. I think one. there's either three or four levels. There's a bar on each level. There's an outdoor venue for the summertime where they're going to be having concerts. There's um, like a brewery set up on the outside as well, like a beer garden on the outside. Like it is like a facility. But I will tell you, thank goodness we had um, 1030 tee off. Okay, so we had ours reserved for 10.30 in the morning. As we're coming back, we went for a couple hours. I think it was like noontime. That traffic, which I, I now feel <laughs> oh, bad. Washington Bridge. to my life. Yeah, wild. No, it's not even, it's like the Thurber's Ave curve. As soon as you hit that, traffic. All the way to Seekonk. Yep. Don't they have a, they've got a press conference today, right? They have a press conference today to talk about the Washington Bridge. I don't Are you know. nervous? I don't think I'm going to watch it. I think I'm just going to get the <laughs> details after because. You'll be able to tell on the vibe uh, of the ride home. Seriously. People giving each other the finger like, oh, <laughs> press conference didn't go 